yesterday i heard it i heard it got five stars on that day Melser scale. five stars on the day i heard, I heard it was like, it was back and forth like you almost they almost had you with like in the last bit of the match but like you had this last little comeback and you hit them with like a ddt and then i think you put them in a sharpshooter and then i think you rolled them up for it for the end Whoa, whoa, roll up. Whoa, we don't do roll ups here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There ain't no wood. There ain't no King Woods here. He said roll up for the win. Hold up. Like I just Everybody don't got a finish. I hit a, a sharpshooter DDT in with a roll up. Like, dang. Devin, Devin just under, under <laughs> estimating everything I just did. <laughs> just literally. Nothing I put, nothing I did put this man away. I just got to hit this man with a, I, now I know how Devin think of me. I just went off roll up pins. Damn. That's disrespectful. That's, you know what's, that's kind of equivalent to like you leaving somebody open at the three. You're like, you know, somebody got the ball at the three point line and you just walk away. Let him shoot. He can't shoot. He ain't got no finisher. <laughs> he ain't gonna finish, so he gotta roll him up. So. Just imagine getting into the ring. He ain't got no finisher. <laughs> he gonna roll you up. That ain't that disrespectful look. I'm, look. Hey, look, a dub is a dub. You right, but look. Even, gonna, if, even if it is a bootleg dub, it's still. Nah, I don't know. I mean, it is a dub, but look, the, I need a finisher. The fact that the fact that I just hit three finishers, none of them worked, and I had to just roll up a smoke detector for a dub. I had to roll up in a smoke. Come on now. That last beat. We're done with this. We're done with this. You hear this? But this is, I'm glad there's silence here. I'm glad you guys can't hear nothing. And I'm glad you're watching on YouTube. I'm glad you're listening on Wild 110. I'm glad you're listening to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hello, all, and welcome to the Hill Turn Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. Devin Lee Crimes on side me. Devin, how are you doing today? I'm doing much better. I'm going to say it that way. Much better. You're going to say it that way. I was over here fighting an injury. This man was on the, yeah, he was on the IL. I got the head of the table durability, so I ain't going to be out too long. The head of the table durability. Yeah, like you said with his match with Rey Mysterio, like he was like, he got hit with a microwave, a toaster, he got shot in the leg, and he still kicked out at two. That's me. He did. So, that was a good AEW performance that he put on. Yeah. So, I couldn't believe it. I ain't going to roll up this neck injury. I'm hitting it with like five spears, and I'm tapping it out. Matter of fact, it ain't even tapping out. It's just going to be just out. Referee going to have to stop it. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Nah, Devin got a. I feel like Devin gonna have like a bear hug, and like nobody reacts. It's like it's like Devin pull like he. It's like Devin has the biggest build up, and then he just wraps somebody with a bear hug, and they oh, oh. I thought it was gonna be like a pump handle, like a something they just like sit, they back just crack a little bit. Oh, that feel good, Devin. I'm like, oh, <laughs> say no more. I'm walking straight. You got Rick Flair. Woo, woo, walking proper and like. <laughs> Rick, Rick Flair instantly six seven now, like just, just smoothly walking across. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. No, I'm sorry. We got to get into uh, Adam Share because this man says that 
Tony Khan has blackballed AEW talent from the Control Your Narrative shows. And he says that uh, he replied to an Instagram post and it was regarding Tony Khan's statement that, that, that the bots, Tony Khan said that there were bots making up majority of the anti-AEW remarks on social media because these pages don't have, they're just full of retweets. You know, there's not actual posts. And so Adam Sher made fun of it, obviously. And so he said, this is the same guy that pays the dirt sheets and says his wrestlers are free to do whatever, but get blackballed from the CYN shows. Why? Because we're a threat. Devin? What are, <laughs> I can already feel the disrespect from your laughter. <laughs> how do you, how do you, what, how do you feel about uh, Adam Sher's comments? <laughs> oh, sorry. He just need to stop. First, it was with those rules, and now this. Why they just can't put on their shows and just let it just build from there? All oh, that oh, we're competition. They scare. Ain't nobody. No, they not. They. I promise you, they not. And he probably just don't want his his uh his wrestlers just associated with that. And you ain't gotta take it that way. Like it's. I don't know. I just want them to just do their control your narrative shows and just just do it. Like. Why are you so worried about what WWE doing? Oh, we don't have no backflips if we don't do that here. Just do what you're going to do. Gosh. Man, dang. Definitely with some venom. Because it's beginning. just like, when he's all like, oh, yeah, you don't want, because uh, we're competition. You just, come on. Now. Like, they're bar- not barely competition. Like, they're trying to get their feet below them to go with, I guess, WWE. You think they really looking at you like, oh, shoot, control your narrative. We, we need to step it up. Adam Sharon not gonna get us. No. Look, and it's crazy because uh CM Runk on Twitter, <laughs> that's the guy's name. His name, well, his at is the Urban Boat, <laughs> which is weird. But he said, I wouldn't want my guys hanging around wrestling's blacklist either, talking about uh CYN. And Adam Sharon said, blacklisted. That's why so many people want to work with us. And both of our shows have a ton of AEW talent. Backstage watching, we are the new option. You have been warned, Devin Lee Crimes. He and he said that at the end, but that's I'm assuming if he heard your comments, that's what he would have said. <laughs> I go to my car. I'm not finished with you. Right, exactly. And look, in the the very the the very last comment he says after his tweet, he says, "There's a guy, the wrestler says, if my kid does that, I'll punish him by watching three hours of Raw." Adam Share says dynamite will be far worse punishment. Shots fired. Devin, Adam Share just losing his mind on social media. And I gotta I gotta agree with you to an extent. Adam, Adam Share and what they're doing right now is nothing. Nothing compared to what any any of the any of what Tony Khan and Vincent Man got doing. Like Tony Khan can buy and sell CYN. This this man wouldn't even wouldn't even want to buy CYN. He would just buy. He would just be like, "Bron, I need you back. Look, I'll give you whatever, whatever, whatever CYN is doing for you. I can just end that right now. Just come back as Braun Strowman. I'll give you a little train track music again, and we can just pretend all this never happened." Like <laughs> he said, I, "I'll take them uh, them clothes from Sanger, give them back to you." Right, right, <laughs> exactly. You want to be? You want to fly with the buzzards again? You want to be with the buzzards? You want to put them overalls again? We, I was like, I got Bray Wyatt on speed watch on speed dial too. Like, I'll get you guys together. But this, the the it's just ridiculous. The fact that he thinks that he's doing something. What they're doing right now, they're the laughing stock of social media. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh, CYN, because I can't wrestle. But and I'm and I would watch their. I would. Be, I want to be a fan of Control Your Narrative. But I don't know. How can you have? How can you say AEW stars don't want to be on there? You can't have Adam Cole on there because there's no super kicks. Can't have the Young Bucks there because there's no super kicks. You know, there's no Canadian destroyers. You know, it's, it's just crazy. Chavo <laughs> Guerrero want to control his own narrative. He can't do that over there. It's just like, it's it's so much that this, there's the rules that they have restricts AEW. You, I think you said that when we, when we said, when we brought up the rules. Yeah, because I'm like, you got all these restrictions and you, why nobody want to come over here? Right, exactly. Nobody, nobody want to come over to my amusement park 
Oh, because I said there's no rides and no fun. You can't run. You want to come to my amusement park? Like, this is you like, You want to stand there and do nothing. Right, exactly. We got flavorless ice cream. Nobody want to come out here. <laughs> it's, just, it's just unnecessary. It's, I, don't, I don't understand where he's trying to... How are you going to gain an audience when you're restricting your audience from fun? Like, you know, it's like... It's like, <laughs> like, it's not that your rules are restricting them from fun. Adam Share is restricting... No wrestler is going to come over there when you're talking like this, especially to the a boss, a guy that is most likely cashing, you know, he's, he's signing these guys' checks. And you're doing all this trash talking to him. Oh, now you you don't want them to come over to my company? No, because you're bad-mouthing them right now. They're, now, AEW wrestlers do have more freedom than WWE to go around and do whatever. But why would they want to do that? Because Tony, because Tony, if I know, I know if I'm Tony Khan, and somebody over there weekly, one of my wrestlers over there weekly with Adam Share and Adam Share out here dogging me like this. Oh, you could be over there. Stay over there. Marco stunt. You know, like this <laughs> is, you know, it's, uh, and I'm not, it's just, that's my opinion. I don't, I don't think that Adam Share is playing his cards right. I think he's making a lot of enemies and he's not, he's not trying to, his, his narrative is stupid. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. His narrative needs some help. Maybe, maybe, maybe WWE should have controlled his narrative. He should have just stayed with that narrative. Because whatever they was doing, what they was doing, they was doing them good. The Heel Turn Podcast. Devin, you watch Raw, right? Yes. What did you think of Cody Rose's entrance when he came in? <laughs> I thought it was pretty uh over the top, but uh, <laughs> just for a Monday Night Raw, I thought it was a little too extra. Like they said, they went through the whole pyro budget. The whole like, I'll pyro see, budget. I'll see things and be like, why didn't you have no pyro right, pyro right there? And I'm like, I see why not, because like, it all went to Cody Rhodes. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was a little too much, because I was just sitting there like, dang, how many, did he win something? You know, like. Yeah, it's kind of like Patrick Beverly. Yeah, he walked out there like <laughs> Patrick Beverly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I thought he was gonna start crying. Like, oh my god, just I'm just here on Raw. (laughs) It's three hours. I I can't believe this, man. Like, I I wish Roman was here to see this. I just thought, I just thought the whole thing was like over the top. The fireworks was when he got on the. I understood the entrance, you know, the big pop, and he's just, you know, instantly just appears i was like that's pretty cool there's a bunch of fog smoke i'm like okay goldberg you know now it's just like it's just a bunch of like it's just a bunch of misty foolishness <laughs> and then the fireworks hit and i'm like okay this is cody rose this is nice he hits the apron you know he gets on the the top rope the fireworks hit again i'm like bro yes, he was that second set that's where i'm like well, who was this for i'm thinking somebody just back there just it's you Oops, oops, like you know, I'm thinking the pyro man accidentally hit it. Right, Charlotte in the back, like fire that dude. That was it's my show. <laughs> my show. Yeah, I got that's that's over the top. It was definitely over the top. And Miz Miz played it right. Play, Miz played his cards perfect. He said everything we everything that we were thinking, especially when Cody Rose talked, and that's what we're gonna get into. That's the main. Uh, thing we're gonna get into uh, Cody Rhodes in his promo brought up being a uh, I'm gonna get to it I'm gonna get to it I'm gonna get I got you I got you no <laughs> no bro Cody Rhodes said that he wants to win the WWE belt and the Miz is like you know he's like, he's like it's a championship a belt holds up your pants like relax yourself and then he says you know I'm gonna be the greatest wrestler and he's like superstar. You know, like you're stupid. Go back to you know, go back to go back to wherever place you went to. Like, and I could just see Vince just like I thought Vince was doing it for to do a Royal Rumble 2005. Like he just get the, get this man microphone out of his face. Yeah. Say one more thing that's wrong. You're out of here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put you on a three on one handicap match. How you like that? He just starts crying. Like he's just like look, uh, Cody Rose is just getting corrected. He's saying using banned wwe terms and rumor has it word on the word on the grapevine ain't that the word ain't that how you say it yeah um uh, 
that this is a part of his character. This is scripted. This wasn't, you know, intentional. Did number one? Now, what did what did you have been cracking up this whole time? I, well, I need to hear what's on your mind. Tell me what you gotta say. <laughs> no, it was just, it was just because, like, you know, I had read like previously, like months ago, about like you know all those words Vince has banned, like dose and wrestlers and wrestling. So when he came in and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna win that belt," and I'm like, "They don't say that. It's the championship." Then I hear me say it. I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> and then he was. I'm gonna be the best wrestler. Like we're superstars. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like Vince McMahon all over it. Like you know, <laughs> you know what's? You know, oh, sorry. No, I, no, it's just. Uh, you remember I went on a tangent, and it, it was it was one of the tangents where I like I felt like we kept going back and forth because I'm like Devin, you're not understanding like how big this is. Like we were talking about Vince McMahon's impact on wrestling. And like how that was one of the this is one of the biggest impacts of wrestling he has. Like one guy comes from another company, where which does the traditional stuff has the traditional you know outside of the wrestling, you know has the traditional style wrestling format. You go to WWE, totally different. It's like a whole nother world. It was like where did you come from? Every, even yeah. you, you looked at him like belt. What? I could, I got a belt in my room. I got a belt in my room. Like, you know, like, I ain't got no championship. I got a belt. Like, it's, so it's just like, yeah, basically, man's impact on it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, that's fine. That's perfect. Cause it's like WWE, like, sucks you into their universe, no pun intended. And it's just like, you realize some things they just don't say or something they don't put it that way. Like, nobody says, I'm coming for that belt. You know, I'm the best wrestler. Then you go look at other promotions and they like to put that now emphasis on I'm the best wrestler. I came here to wrestle. I love pro wrestling. You know, like they just been dying to say it. And, you know, it's just when somebody like Cody comes from over there to WWE, now it's just like knowing that that's also the way they're trying to portray it as well as like there's such a bubble of what they do. You know, just we're just we don't do that over here. Like we, we use these terms. We don't use that. You don't even go here, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. Where have you been like this whole time? And it's I think that's I think that is one of the biggest things we just we just fail to like see or notice. Like we understand Vince has his own like format and style. Like Vince changed the game for real. And a lot of people hate it, but like I think a lot of people hate it for now. And I'm saying I'm saying when like 30 years, 50 years when Vince McMahon, you know, eventually goes into the the other world into the museums and the, all that other stuff like we see that this is going to be the most underrated thing Vince is gonna this is the these are still gonna live on but it's because of him and we're here to witness all of this we've seen all this play out like a lifelong it's just incredible it's it's just ridiculous and so and you got to have talent the talent you got to have to like transition because like, a lot of people don't realize that, and this is just TV in general, and going to back to Cody Rhodes and The Miz, you got, you go from the independents, you know, where you're going to, and Cody Rhodes wrestled in Wing Your Honor and all that, where they don't have hard cameras, and or they only have the hard camera, and there's only, there's not multiple cameras. Usually you're just fighting freestyle. You go into WWE, all right, there's a camera right here, there's three cameras right here, but you can't, you got to make these facial expressions, you got to communicate with this guy, but you can't have nobody else see it. Like, it's like, what? Oh, and by the way, you, you're not a wrestler. You're a superstar. What? What are you wait, Bro, give me one. Relax. Dang, can I go back to AEW? Dang. <laughs> at least I was getting whacked inside the hill with chairs. Like, at least I, like, that was the easy part. <laughs> but, yeah, just the way Vincent Man changed the game and how Cody Rhodes, and this is a part of his character. Do you think, how do you, why, how do you feel about Cody Rhodes being this, What's the word? Omnipotent of like this uh, obscure character. Uh, it, in terms of WWE's like trying to make that narrative of like how they don't work the same way as other promotions does, I think that's what they're doing. They're just trying to use Cody as like that prime example of like this is somebody who hasn't been here. This is somebody who's not. A, how can I say it? Not used to hasn't been really ran through in our formula lately like you know when he was last year you know he's gone off to do other stuff and 
they don't do stuff that he did out there. Like it's they're using him as an example of like this is how we do things, and it's totally not like how you would do over there in terms of terms and stuff like that. I'll say it's it's a small thing, but it's huge in terms of how they internally look at themselves as a company, as a promotion. Like they're not, you know, they always say like he doesn't want pro wrestling company. He wants a sports entertainment company. So like right. it's so many ins and outs into that. You're right. You're right. It's and it's gonna continue to like this is gonna live on for a long while. It has for a long while already. Over 20 plus years, 30 plus years. So this is just you know, it's not even the be it's just crazy how there's other promotions coming up. We want the traditional old style, but this man's on you know, billionaire. That's not that's not that's never gonna change. So it's just I think that I think that's I think that's wild. Beyond wild. The heel turn podcast. But you know what? Let's get into another name change. WWE has another name change. Austin Theory is no longer Austin Theory. That man name is Theory. He's taking the Devin route. He said, my name, Devin. <laughs> he said, he said, no, nah, no, nah, my name ain't Austin Theory. I just want to be Theory. Well, Devin, man. you liking this name change? Not at all, really. <laughs> I don't know if, like, if Stone Cold came back and said, hey, you can't have my last name. <laughs> you have to keep it this theory, man. But um, it's weird. I mean, th- then again, I guess it's not because it's such a common thing in WWE to just simplify somebody's name. Matt Riddle to just Riddle. Uh, even going as far back with Big E Langston. Now he was just Big E. And Antonio Cesaro is just Cesaro. Like, it's... it's I'm pretty used to it now, unfortunately, but... <laughs> It's just weird, like, how they just, you get to know somebody's whole full name, and then now it's just like, ah, it's no longer Austin Theory, it's just Theory. And, like, Theory's not even, like, a name that is a name. It's a theory. <laughs> it's not a person, really, but, hey, <laughs> that's WWE for you. Yeah, I got tired of saying full names. Hey, I don't understand the whole theory aspect of the whole thing is just like it's not gonna affect his wrestling we all you we that's always the thing but look at butch man look at let's go yes yes we seen butch we seen butch wrestle his first match Devin, what was your thoughts because you said ain't nothing gonna change i'm gonna i'm gonna be entertained well look you know, his wrestling style, it was pretty, it was still pretty much the same. You just had to get past, you know, what he was wearing. Like, now he wearing suspenders and he looked like he just came from outside. You know, it's just, it's no longer a wrestling look. It's a sports entertainment look, I guess, you know. It's, but the actual still, his style was still there. Like, he's still pulling people's fingers back and stepping on their, you know, toes and stuff. You know, all that. It was just, it's a different gimmick now. Like, but the wrestling was still the same. Would you say the same thing about Gunther? Yeah, Gunther's still giving out chops, but he's losing. Now, the difference is he can he can take a loss on TV. Well, he won his little squash match on SmackDown. That's a that's a that's, I mean, it's not the best start, but it's a decent start. It could have been worse. They could have fed him to like Drew McIntyre or something. <laughs> but that's after they had to he had to come out with his friend Ludwig. Ludwig, oh, yeah. last name. I don't even know his last name. I don't know. He was... <laughs> but he, he had to get his name changed. Music changed, all that stuff. Tommaso Ciampa kept his name. But apparently it looks like he's stuck with Ezekiel. His name is Tommaso Ciampa for now. Yeah, so his name is just either Tommaso. No, it may be something worse. From Pete Dunn, we got Bush. And he got heated. This man got this man lost by, and we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about this too. Because we got I remember what I remember what I was gonna ask you. The heel turn podcast. Well look, we 
Oh, Butch lost to the backwoods. He got rolled up. He got, he got, got rolled up. He got <laughs> rolled up. Xavier Woods announced he has a new finishing move. He want to be like me now. He said, he said, <laughs> according, well, according to Devin, I'm just a roll up guy. That's all I do. Is that's how I win. I'm just a roll up pin guy. I don't got no finishing move. But Xavier Woods announced his finishing move is the backwoods. The backwoods is just a roll up pin. And so he says, this year, everybody getting rolled up. Devin, how you feel about that? Hey, I mean, it's it, it worked though. Like, it's his name is Xavier Woods, so like Woods is in his name. And I mean, nope, not that many people out there running around going, I got the best roll up, bro. You you ain't gonna ever get rolled up, like, I'm gonna roll you up. Like, you, <laughs> okay, it's kind of funny the way I explain it, but you know, I mean, that's 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 an interesting move to kind of make your own though. Like, nobody, it's a simple move, and if you can say you do it better than everybody and you prove it, then. The backwoods are yours, and thus you start roll up everybody. So everybody must get roll up. So I can't do it. So <laughs> look, so you mean to tell me that everybody that's doing this a roll up pin, you know, a regular roll up pin? It's not like, they're not doing. They're, they're not, not doing, doing it the like way them. Xavier do it. They're so Xavier, the most athletic man. <laughs> Oh, you, you know what? I'm gonna ask you. Let me ask you this question, and you gonna you gonna give me an answer that's gonna make me look at you like you're the craziest human being on this planet, Devin. Is Xavier Woods winning a WWE championship off the backwoods? If you soften them up enough. Oh my! Stop it! Stop it! Xavier Woods <laughs> is not. If he is, is is finisher is the backwoods. Uh, uh, it's not even. I get it. It can pop a crowd. It can. You're not winning that off Roman. Okay, look. <laughs> he rolling up Brock Lesnar. Maybe, maybe. Everybody look, getting rolled up. Look, maybe. We'll see. He. All right, look. He didn't say in terms of like who everybody. He didn't say, you know, he could have been saying everybody in the IC uh, title division. Getting rolled up, everybody oh. in the tag team division getting rolled. Up. He never said specifically who was all getting rolled up. He said everybody. He could be saying everybody on SmackDown getting rolled up. That's mean cool. <laughs> you know what? That's cool. Then be fine with your eighty-five overall rating, my guy. <laughs> be fine that, with that eighty-five with that, overall. With that roll up ninety-nine. That roll up, uh, yeah, your your leverage pin is a ninety nine. Congratulations! That's the only thing you he's working with, on in the gym. You need, yeah, you need somebody with freaking steroid thumbs to like tap to break out of that pin. But here's the thing: you're not winning the Universal Championship with a roll up pin. You're not beating Brock Lesnar with a roll up pin. You know, you the New Day, Kofi and Big E already lost to Brock Lesnar. They won the WWE Championship. Xavier not doing that. Now we know. I don't mean to be that guy, but that guy no, has to uh, be. He got to be here. I got to be that guy to tell you it can work. You just got to do it right. If Roman loses, if Roman lost to a roll-up here at WrestleMania. But that's his finisher, though. Like, it's different. He put more emphasis on it. It's no roll-up the same. I mean, look. As much as I love Roman, he got that Superman punch. It's just a punch at the end of the day, isn't it? But it's the way Roman do it. It's not just a punch. Orange Cassidy do it. It's this. It's, look, it's still not the same. It's still not the same. What I'm saying is anybody do a roll up, they just not going to do it the way Xavier do. That's all I'm saying. You know, you could go, man, I got roll-ups too, but you be like, look, bro, I be in the gym. Literally, I start off with my roll-ups. I roll up everybody. I'm rolling up cruiserweights. I'm rolling up light heavyweights. I'm, roll I'm rolling up giants. And I roll up Ray Mysterio and roll up Grant Kali because I do this. I practice. That's my finisher right there. If, Xavier, gotta... if Xavier Woods roll up Omos. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of funny to see, though. But <laughs> I'd have to give it up. I have to I have to hang up this microphone. I gotta call it quits. Look, I'm pretty. I'm actually not interested to see how he works this out because I'm hyping it up so much, and I need to do some. I expect the icy belt around that man waist sometime this year, due to a backwoods. 
See, he doing all he doing all this talking on Twitter. I'll be I'll be Roman. Everybody getting the title shot and everybody coming up into Roman, but I ain't getting my shot yet. But all he got is the backwoods. We putting we putting limitations on this man for the IC title for King of the Ring. His he homies, his homies at the top already. Xavier Woods. You you see, you, you got you got people coming onto our show, Cam Cousins, saying Xavier Woods a future WWE champion. This ain't happening. Every year, it looks like he, every time he takes a step forward, he takes two steps back. <laughs> I'm not saying the backwoods is the worst thing ever, but when you eliminate all your finishing moves and that's the go-to, I can see if that's like, you're like, that's the signature. That's my, hey, if I got it, that's my scapegoat. Everybody getting rolled up. If you are, if I'm, I'm going to be that sneaky. You know, if my, if my springboard DDT don't do it, this, this backwoods going to do it. And ain't mm-hmm. if it's just if it's just this backwoods and everybody mm-hmm. getting rolled up, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. If he can make it into his own, we'll see. Everybody got a super kick. I don't know about everybody don't do it the same way. Devin, you come on here with your optimism. And every time we watch wrestling, we 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 have a conversation about this optimism. So look, I mean, it's it's tough. <laughs> I never said this optimism job was easy. Uh, let me do let me do a quick plug real fast because while we're on YouTube, while we're on Wow One Ten, while we're on Apple Podcast and Spotify, we got a text line, a heel turn text line two one nine two three zero heel. 219-230 heel. Text in your opinions. Text in. We're talking about. We talked about Cody Rose, the Miz. We're talking about freaking. Oh, uh, we're gonna talk about the RKO. What is the RKO stand for? You know, we talked about Austin Theory and the name change. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your opinions. So text in whenever it's open, twenty four seven. The Heel Turn Podcast. Devin, what does the RKO stand for? I'm going to go on a educated stance here and say that it stands for Randy Knockout. You looked that up. You looked that no, up. I promise, I promise you, you I did. I, I swear I to you, you looked that up. I know. Look, 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 look. I did not. That's just that's just that WWE knowledge that's in this brain, man. You that's watched all that, my name stuff now. You watched the oh, evil documentary? I... I I, I, I did. I got him. I got him, ladies and gentlemen. But, but, look, 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 I was I was multitasking though. I was trying to clean, you know, do some laundry. So I didn't really give it my hundred percent attention. So I didn't really retain full knowledge. You know, a little bit of things where it slid in my ear and then slid into my knowledge banks. But I, I wasn't sure what was coming in. Like I didn't really get a security checkup. You know, for like what was coming in. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I know that. It was just kind of just flowing in one ear, one out. So you heard, educate. You heard that explanation, ladies. You heard that explanation. That's how <laughs> guilty. That, that was the guiltiest explanation I have ever heard. But look, Devin, now that I caught you. <laughs> oh, me personally, I thought Rand, RKO stood for his initials. I thought it was just Randall Keith Orton. I was watching Evil, the Evil documentary. And that's what he said, Randy Knockout. I was like, Randy Knockout? That can't be. I was like, that's impossible. I've never heard anybody say Randy Knockout before until that man said it. Have you? Yeah. I thought it was some blasphemy. It was, I'll put it this way. It was somebody who I didn't trust information from. It was a friend from school. It was like, you know what? Okay, you'll stand for Randy Knockout. I'm like, man, that's stupid. Get out my face. I'd rather just be for his initials. Or it could just not mean anything at all. It's just RKO. It's very simple. Randy, it was Peter Rosenberg. He said, uh, ran, he said, Randy knockout. And he said it was so, he said it so positive. And I was like, Red, that, that can't be right. I was, I could have sworn it just stood for his Randall Randy. Keith Orton, the initials. I thought that too. He also said, as far as just technician, Randy Orton's the guy. Can you can I don't want to be I don't want to reach when I like you know blow my mind when I say this. Is he calling Randy Orton a technical wrestler? He he could, but uh 
what you are you saying is the uh, he, said, he said Peter Rosenberg said as far as technician Randy Orton is that guy in your eyes is he calling that man a technical wrestler do you think Randy Orton is a technical wrestler Devin I want to say uh, I don't want to say he's technical but I want to say he's he, I mean he's very strategic but I wouldn't necessarily term him as a technical wrestler because he's not really like somebody who had you know you don't really see that meaning he has some holds and everything he can lay you you know put you on but he's not really a mad technician to me he's more or less just he know how to pick you apart but i wouldn't necessarily call him technical for that that's why i just say like he's just very like strategic and how he'll attack you like you know he's the guy who will walk you know and stump every each body part he'll stump your your calf or your knee or your uh elbow you know, he knows how to just pick you apart, but I just can't necessarily group him into a group of techni- technical wrestlers, though. I just don't really see that in him. I ain't gonna lie to you. When he said that, I turned the whole TV off. I turned I turned everything off. I was like, Dang. this is, I'm done. Randy Orton, it don't <laughs> take much. Uh, this is, I gotta talk about this. Well, uh, I, I think I already said this. <laughs> but the evil documentary, all of them, Hot dog water, just hot dog water, just, 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 just throw it all you know, away. You know, I had high expectations to the documentary because I, I mean, I, I love you know, heels, I love bad guy because they have more layers to them. And I was expecting to see that huge, like, why did I become a bad guy? You know, what was the benefits to it? Like, you know, how did I get into that? How did I learn how to get that crowd to just hate me? That's what I was looking for, but I really just got like a lot of retelling of just their career. And I'm like, well, how you become a bad guy? I came here for the bad guy stuff. It made <laughs> Michael Jackson. I'm bad. It made it made zero to no sense why there's number number one. Okay, n- number number one before like Randy Orton being a technical wrestler. I had to I had to backtrack real fast. I had to do a do a circle. I have to come around full circle because Randy Orton being a technical wrestler. Make zero to no sense. A technical wrestler falls into the lines of Brian Danielson, Bret Hart, of uh, let me think. I'm not gonna put in John Moxley is not a technical wrestler, but uh Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Charlotte Flair. Of uh, you can even give it to Becky Lynch, you know, Kurt Angle. I'm forgetting the best technical wrestler of all time, Kurt Angle. Disrespect. Eddie, you th- you can even throw Eddie Eddie Guerrero was going against Kurt Angle. He had to switch into a ten. You seen the in the beginning of the match, everybody when they fought Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, they started off technical. It was just nothing but mat work. When I have never seen Randy Orton just like, all right, let's get down and wrestle. Like you know, that's just I seen him put somebody in a in a in a, in a choke hole for twenty five minutes and still have them you know not die. You know, it's like so this Randy Orton. Cause you can see it in some people, like from the start of the match, like they'll like fill you out, like, "What well, well, you want me to get you? What you want me?" You know, I don't see that from him really. Right, exactly. Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler is a wrestler, a good, a great wrestler. He's not a technical wrestler because, to be honest, what submission move does he have? He doesn't have a. There's no submission move whatsoever. Eddie Guerrero, uh, lasso from El Paso. His uh, that his submission move that he had, it was kind of like a weird. Sharpshooter, yeah, it was. <laughs> so it was like, so just stuff like that. How do you? How I've never seen Randy Orton just. I right, I need I need to make this dude tap out right now. Like, no, Randy has never been that guy. You cannot be a technical wrestler if you're that 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 irked me. That made me turn turn off everything. To be honest with you, and this is why I have a problem with a docu- this documentary. There's no. I want somebody with experience there. I was watching the Ric Flair one. There was nobody. Everybody that was there was probably close around my age that was being interviewed, talking about what they saw on TV and what they thought Ric Flair was. How come I can't hear from somebody that was around there? Somebody you know, like, like how, yeah. right? I want to hear some some type of experience. Somebody who was actually working with Ric Flair. I want to hear from Ricky Steamboat. I want to hear from, you know, the guys around there, Lex Luger. Y'all got some of the Hall of Famers in there. 
that worked around them, Triple H, Batista and them. How do you not have you got this Randy Orton? You got this Randy Orton documentary, and we're no offense. She's great at what she does. I have zero problem with her. Why is Denise Salcedo? Why why do I care about what she has to say about Randy Orton? What is she what is she gonna tell me about Randy Orton? About her, you know, fan pers- from a fan perspective that we can't get from each other. Why can't we hear from Ric Flair that was there? John Cena, who's narrating the thing. <laughs> like, come on now. Does it zero to no sense? No, I feel you 100 percent Like you want that like hands-on type of like giving knowledge. Like I first base now, like somebody who was there that saw like well, this didn't work, so they tried this, or, you know, I told him that, and he started doing, you know, instead of, like, just, uh, yeah, like, well, we already know, like, yeah, we knew that, like, we from the same age group, of course, like, unless you were back there, unless you was the one behind the curtain when he went out, and, I mean, I could look up what you just said. What Right, what are they going to tell us that we didn't already know? Like, this is why we watch, and it's sad to say, but Dark Side of the Ring. Like, A, A and E had their, their biography special. That was cool. That's when we actually found out when uh, we found out Charmel was from Gary, Indiana. You know, the stuff, the insider stuff we get to hear from that. I'm not learning nothing from, oh, Ric Flair. He's he's uh, talking about these designer shoes and every girl wanting him and this, that, and other. Well, yes, we all can see that. But I want to hear what happened in the ring. What what's some of the crazy stuff that went on? Not the plane ride, but I want to hear some of the other stuff that's been going on. It's just foolish. I, I I've only watched two episodes of the evil documentary, and that was it. I've only seen maybe two. I don't that like was it. Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. And yeah, they weren't really what I was thinking. I ain't like it. I I was watching Ric Flair stopped halfway because I nobody was telling me nothing. No, I wasn't learning anything. And maybe maybe that's the nerd in me. I mean, you know, like maybe that's just me wanting to learn some wrestling knowledge. No, no, it makes perfect. I feel the same way. Like I said, I wanted a more deep light into like what made you make these different decisions with your character. Like what made you what made you trust that that would work? Things that you did, not things that I've seen you do from somebody else's perspective. What did you do? What did somebody else tell you? Did they believe in what you were doing? Did you? Exactly. I don't need recaps. Exactly. I don't need recaps. Why are you? I, it's it's unnecessary. You're watching the Dwayne Johnson documentary, and you're hearing from you know podcasters, TV hosts. You know the Rock. He always had that eyebrow. He has that tattoo on his arm, and then it grew into an arm sleeve. Like, yeah, we all know that. It's like, you know, where's Stone Cold at? Tell me about something backstage. Like, oh, it's just, it's just stupid. It's stupid. Drives, drives me crazy. Devin, you know what's for the, what, you know what else? It's for the drive me crazy. This dream match that I got. The Heel Turn Podcast. already brought up the man so there's no there's no reason to like leave him leave him off the hook you gotta throw randy orton out there let me let me get my seat ready let me Uh-oh. let me prepare myself let me stretch real quick stretch Yo, you, finna, you finna start yelling oh no 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 everything's gonna be a nice control here just you know you just gotta be ready for anything that's the truth I don't know. You, I heard. I heard you be screaming at people. Okay. I heard. Rumors and accu- uh, accusations. Rumors and accusations. He says. Rumors and accusations. Well, let's see how Randy Orton fares with Farouk. Don't, 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 don't. Now, the only reason why I bring up Farouk. JBL and Randy Orton has actually touched together. They've actually had a match. 
way early in Randy Orton's career. It's only right I bring up Farouk, Hall of Famer. He the first black African-American world champion. I had to throw him in there because look, it's a dream match because this man, known for being great in the ring, but as soon as he got mixed in the tag team division, that was where he would stay. And when he stayed there, he got older, and then he got released in the WWE. Devin, this man is driving, driving, making a comeback. And this comeback involves him taking on Randy Orton. It's Farouk coming away with this win, Devin. Farouk, man, you know, you know. He actually is going to come away and win in this one against Randy Orton. I'm, I got to say, man, but I have to stack them together. Farouk, man, you can say what you want in terms of the accolades, but what I see is that a match between these two, I, I mean, Randy Orton, I mean, hey, he's a legend, legend killer, he's impressive, but in a match with these two, I don't think he's ready for the power and just the mass size of Farouk, I'm sorry, like, and like we said, Randy Orton, he's not really a technical technical wrestler like he could be strategic yes but like is he gonna get anybody on the ground is he gonna be able to maneuver somebody around manipulate what he wants with them no so uh, you know he can do all the flip outs and stuff he want to do he may try RKO Fool could just throw him right off his shoulder like you know he's for what was that he had that size he had that strength he was he didn't play he might punch you in your face like we're playing leader of the nation of domination but he huh. <laughs> he was he was that guy and like i said somebody could go oh randy you know he's a multi you know distance champion I, hey if farouk may have been in no positions we could be having a whole nother discussion here in terms of accolades but in the dream match between those two i got i i, I gotta pick farouk in that one because I just, he, I, I can't see Randy taking him off in a one-on-one -on -one match. No matter how strategic he wants to go about it, you can't beat the power. Look, you don't see it. I see it. Randy Orton is coming away with this victory. Because look, Randy, Randy is the legend killer for a reason. Look, he's, he came through. He's out here RKOing. Uh, May Young, the fabulous Moolah. You know, this man didn't play games. He RKO'd his father. Hey. I, this man, this man could care less about his own father. And the IHR can. This man, like we always say, he took out the old family, the McMahon family. And then went after Triple H. So it's just like, I don't know, Randy Orton. Randy Orton is cold. I'll give Farouk his dues. I'll give Farouk his, 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 his props because dude is huge. If you see a Farouk match, it's stiff. That man be throwing every like clothesline, every hit he does just look like it hurt. And it's just like, why why are you here? And JBL, and then J, him and JBL pretty much just met up and they were just on the same time. And you like beating people up, bro? You like hurting people? I love hurting people, bro. Then they had that, that bar, that bar fight. Exactly. But the crazy thing is Randy Orton don't do bar fights. Randy Orton, Randy Orton is a, a good wrestler, not a great wrestler. I'm not going to go that far. He's a good wrestler, a strategic wrestler. That's what he's great at, being strategic. It all, all it takes is a rope rebound. You're up in the air for RKO. Like, it is, Randy Orton is quick with it. Or either if you're, Randy Orton is so smooth, you're, he's deadly, whether you're in the air or whether you're just on the ground. Look, you're on the ground, he's going to stomp you. He's going to stomp every limb. You try to roll up and get up, he's going to punk kick you in the head. You finally on your feet, RKO. End of story. Come on now. <laughs> Randy Orton for the win. Let me let me, let me just end it right there. You get in the ring, he's going to push you back out the ring. Right, exa exactly. <laughs> like Ran Randy Orton's the old spice guy. Look up, look down. I look back at me. You just got RKO. The match is over. I'm holding the belt. Like, you're just like, <laughs> Randy Orton's quick with it. He's telling you the whole match as a recap after what he did to you. Yeah, exa exactly. He's also, he's also, I'm also a commentator. I'm saying, like, look, Devin, we got seven minutes left. Is there anything you want to say before we close this show out? I do. Ladies and gentlemen, since I was placed on a time limit, like it's AEW, it's all good, though. As I will say, if you all have been hearing a whistling, 
It is because the wind in the Midwest is very strong out here. But it's all good because it ain't stopping nobody. I told you when I came in here, I had something going on with my neck. Did I let that stop me? No, I'm still here. Ain't nothing gonna take me away from the hill turn community at all. Because we are the young, upcoming, greatest wrestling podcast around from the Midwest to the West Coast to the East Coast to the North to the South, all over. And we only getting started. Like he said, you can find us everywhere 24-7. So if you don't find us, then that's on you. I'ma leave it to my co-host. Cause I'm on a time limit like it's AEW Dynamite or Rampage Dark Elevation. It don't matter. It's been me, Devin Crumb Jr., handing it back over to another junior. And his name is Isaiah Jackson. And I forget to say Junior. Look. The fact that you said we everywhere 24-7 and the UK find us, that's on you. We just lost like a bunch of people. <laughs> well, if we can't find you, that's it. <laughs> that's on me then. <laughs> like that's, that's just on me. Oops. Just imagine they don't got Wi-Fi. Like they Wi-Fi just stopped working. Oh, just can't get to y'all. Y'all ain't available 24-7. We're going to come to them. We just got to know where to come find you. Look, thank you. Thank you. For listening, we are on social media, and Jasmine will tell you all about that. 219-230 Heal. That is the text line. Text it, and we you will be on the episode. It'll be just like this. Well, have it just like this. Exactly. Have our phones. Me and Devin will have our phones out together reading your text. You'll have your own very nickname. Yeah, this is my face on it. <laughs> You're laughing at me. <laughs> For those that don't see on the radio station, my iPhone case is a picture of me. I got it for Christmas. I'm not a conceited I mean, human being. I mean, I mean, it's nice. It's just a little conceited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little conceited. I, 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 be doing, I be doing right by my family members. When they give me Christmas gifts, I use them. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. But now I'm conceited. No, I'm conceited. You close out this show. No, it's like you... <laughs> so conceited, you close it out. Nah, but look, thank you so much for listening. 219230 heal. I'm gonna keep plugging it in until we get your text. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.